This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. everybody it is time to talk sports and sports gambling carmen defalco and mike north with you for another edition of the odds couple presented by prop swab man it has been a brutal year for me my partner's done so much better mike gave out another nice play with the uh, carmen and yurko bonus play last week that one hit uh, his play this week was the eagles uh, and the points this weekend and uh, as i always say mike i'll try to continue to do better and we will both try to continue to do better but it has been tough sledding so far in this football season for me. I'll yeah, you, you know much. what? I know that you've experienced a couple of issues yeah. the last few weeks, and it makes you sick. There's it no does. doubt about it. Like, it makes me sick because we take pride in what we do. But I, you know what? We're still doing well. I gave out uh, a Twitter pick last week. Uh, that one, I took the Rams, who are red hot, red hot, against Arizona. So I ended up going two and two, Carm. Uh, the Denver pick was big. I got a couple gigantic picks. Uh, but the eagle one to me that I gave to you guys mm-hmm. and uh, – I was going to save it for the show here, but I wanted as many people, not that we don't have a lot of listeners, and I appreciate all the support we're getting, folks, and people uh, saying, hey, when are you going to be on, and everything else on Twitter, uh, but I said, man, I got to give this out there in the daytime, because I can't believe it. It's going to be Philadelphia plus seven, and and I made the, the mention that we don't, uh, Philadelphia, you talk about the Bears having play-calling issues. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles are, are one of the best-running teams in football. they got a running back. They'd average just five yards a carry in, in Booby Sanders, and yet they run the ball 36% of the time, and, and Carson Wentz is just a ruined man. Yeah. I watched that game. I did not cover that game last week, but it's comical when I hear that Bear fans are longing for Carson Wentz. The, I, I used to ask Jesse Rogers, God bless him, and, and I know why Randy does it now, screened calls. Because the people that don't make it on the air make it to Twitter. Believe me when I tell you this. If you want a $32 million quarterback who's got a busted back and who thinks that there's 10 guys rushing him when nobody is and he can't throw a five-yard swing pass, good luck to you. Good luck to you. But Hertz is going to come in. And Hertz is going to run the football with Sanders. And you folks, I'm telling you, it's the strongest play I've had in a year. It's amazing. It is. I mean, well, who would you have taken off the top of your head? New Orleans minus seven with no fans going to Philadelphia. Right. Um, You know what? The Saints, there's something about the Saints. And, you know, they're 8-0 straight up and against the spread with with their backups the last two years. I don't know how you do do that. And, like, part of me feels like that's got to run out. I've been on the wrong side of the Eagles a lot this year. So I kind of... I, my, my gut would have probably said Saints, but I, I don't know. I mean, but you make a pretty compelling argument, and if your your system tells you, what are they going to do about Hurts running? I mean, Wentz is a statue too. I mean, they may say think he can run, but he's not Hurts. No, either. not anymore. Yeah, and I right. will give him Hurts. Last year, when I watched him play, one of the more competitive quarterbacks I've ever seen. Never gives up. Uh, had a decent game through a bad interception, but also through a touchdown last week. And, uh, you know, they, they didn't really get intimidated. He wasn't intimidated when he came in, and he's got a week under his belt. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. It's uh, time for the Jalen Hurts era, it looks like, in Philadelphia. And, wow. I, and you're right. I don't know what they're going to do with Wentz. He does appear to be broken, doesn't he? I mean, he? if you're Indianapolis, and I said this, folks, and you know what? I like to go on Twitter with this, but I always make sure I tag the columnists because they'll try to make it think it's their idea. 
I am telling you right now, the Chicago Bears should get rid of Nagy and get rid of Pace at the end of the year, hire a new GM, but bring in Josh McDaniel and give him a second chance to be the head coach of this football team and keep Mitch Trubisky if they keep averaging 20 to 25 points a game. Mm. I'm serious. Mm. Because where are we going to go if we don't have Trubisky? I don't know. That, that's a good question. I keep I mean, asking I, everybody. Nobody's got no, an answer. There's and not a good answer. You're the right. The only good answer you have is a guy that had a, a fumble that was stripped. And it's different than tucking it under your arm and being careless or holding it with yeah. one hand. It was a strip. That guy was a 108 quarterback rating last year. And it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm looking at all the columnists in this town that said he was a bust or that is a bust. Rick Tellender, 23-22 Bears. Patrick Finley, 31-30 Bears. Uh, Mark Potish, 22-20 Bears. Everybody's picking the Bears, huh? Well, three of the six. Uh, How do you do that with a quarterback that's a bust? Because he's not. And I'll tell you this. If he doesn't play for the Bears next year and Josh McDaniels in New England or Indianapolis or Carolina, he's starting somewhere. In the National Football League. And if he goes to New England with Josh McDaniel, you're going to see a playoff quarterback, period. Man, I'm, you are really out there with Mitch. All right. Well, I, who are you out there with? Not not, not Mitch. You know what? You're, <laughs> you're, yeah, but you don't have – you know what? You could say not Mitch, Carm, but when you don't have a remedy – and you're supposed That's to be true. the doctor, no nobody's remedy. knocking on your door. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't know what the remedy is. I, the, I do. The, it's I, Mitch. the idea that Nick Foles has to play next year is kind of scary. You're right. Well, how about this? The idea that the offense has scored 55 points in two weeks and that the defense is not getting the job done and they almost escape uh, uh, criti- criticism until this week. Let me tell everybody how backward the Bears are. In this 2020 the millennials know this. Where's the money supposed to be spent? Even with Philadelphia and Wentz on offense. And where do the Chicago Bears spend their money? Defense. Like it's 1980. <laughs> on defense. Mack, <laughs> Fuller, Quinn. You know how much Hicks. money has oh, been yeah. blown? Eddie Jackson. <laughs> oh, Eddie Jackson. Olay doesn't want to hit anybody anymore. He's my third favorite matador. I mean, my God. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is. We, you don't sink all your money on defense and then give a quarterback, no offensive line, a, a possession receiver as his number one guy in Allen Robinson and a running back that got better with Trubisky in. If they keep averaging 25 points a game, I'm going to call this. He's either going to New England, Indianapolis, or the Bears are going to resign him. New England's interesting. Oh my God! That. I mean, like they will be know. throwing up next year at oh, this time. Oh God, that would be painful. Yeah, I'll give you all the and credit. And it would be well, not for me. It would be predictable because yeah, I'm telling you right now. I'll give you all the credit in the world if that happens next year. Well, he's, that he's, you know what? He's I, thriving you know what? in New England. I got to be honest with you. I'm ready to apply for the Bears general managership because you know what? <laughs> the the 28 years of getting all the credit in the world has only gone so far, <laughs> and I've made a lot of right calls when these guys. I mean, I would have never given Robert Quinn $30 million, ever. And the fact that they brought him in because our $146 million man needs help and that he's, he's, his, his shoulders are bothering him because he's being chipped. Yeah, My God, know, what is going on? I know. What I mean, is, like, everybody's lost their mind. He, uh, he might be legitimately hurt, but that was a weird, you know, Matt Nagy saying, well, his shoulders are bothering him because he's chipped a lot. I mean, 
you know, like there's really only one defensive lineman in this league that is truly double teamed on every single play, and that's Aaron Donald. Right, I mean, and he just gets through. And he, I like, I don't know that his shoulders are hurting or that he's uh, upset about. I mean, if I don't you're know. on the field, you're not hurt. Peyton told me this. He was mad about the one time that Freddie O'Connor, the running backs coach, argued with him and the Bear uh, coaches. He's got to sit. He's got to sit. And the coach won his way, and Peyton hated his guts after mm-hmm. that. Freddie O'Connor, because he missed one game in his whole career. And you know what? He said, Mike, you never know anybody's hurt. And this garbage that Khalil Mack, he's being chipped by the shoulder. Yeah, that's... You, you, what a wuss. What a wuss. Well, and I, I don't know why Nag, I, but it's it's like almost like Nagy just defending a player, I guess. I mean, I, we can all see through that, I think, most it's of us. It's a joke. Yeah, that that's... And Khalil's got to perform. Eddie Jackson, let this be a lesson to one-hit wonders. Okay, because I know them all. Love grows where my rosemary goes by the Edison Lighthouse, okay? <laughs> Incense and peppermint by Strawberry Alarm Clock. And Eddie Jackson is the safety of the Chicago Bears for one year. I mean, uh, this defense, the last two weeks, really, uh, it's been disappointing, especially oh. the Lions game. I mean, there's just no there's you no def- way you'd think that they'd, you know, punting that ball away, uh, you know, the Bears pin them at their own four-yard line, and they've got a 10-point lead with about four and a half minutes to go that the, the Bears' defense is going to cave the way it caved. I mean, yeah, you, just- you know what, and like I told you at the beginning of the year, and I'm not going to ask you which side you're on, but if people liked Grandel, Cutler, and Foles, I don't listen to them. I don't listen to them because Trubisky's been trashed, and since he came in, the offense, and Montgomery's begging, hoping, that Foles don't come back in. Because then all the running back the running back will be keyed on because they know Foles isn't going anywhere. It's a you can run the ball. Look at look at what Josh McDaniel tries to do with a quarterback like Cam Newton that is finished. Done. I'm done. Out to lunch. And oh my, and, and and he tries to that's what Nagy didn't do with Trubisky. And Trubisky without a line in three years. I mean once doesn't have a line for one year and he's and he's ruined. Trubisky doesn't have a line for three years, and he throws 20 more interceptions, uh, touchdowns than interceptions, and we got to hear how he's a bust. The people of this town better wake up because next year, if Trubisky doesn't quarterback and there's some other guy quarterbacking and we're getting our butts kicked because the defense stinks and we're 4-12, and we will all regret it when Trubisky makes the playoffs for another team. All right. Well, there you have it. Man. Wait, I got, I'm a little dizzy. Hold on. I know. I My goodness gracious. You know what? They're, they're, they're an underdog this week, by the way, with all this at home against you know, a 4-8 Texans team. Do you know what kid mad is? Kid. I haven't been as mad about a Bear game. As you were about like, the Lions game? Oh, since time. I was 15 or 16. And I used to be crabby for a week after wow. they'd lose. And I was crabby a lot in 1969 because they were 1-13. I was oh. crabby every oh, week. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then well, I had to sit next to Buffon, who was the linebacker on that team, and tell him his team stunk. Oh, we, but yeah, but we, we hurt a lot of guys, little buddy. That wasn't the point. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, great. happy Hanukkah to Randy. Happy Hanukkah to Randy. I sang uh, him a Hanukkah song, uh, the theme from Fiddler on the Roof, because I don't believe there is a Hanukkah song. I don't know. Well, there's a couple. There's a Adam Sandler's got one. Uh, Zetterman found a new one that they were playing this oh, morning. Oh, good. I got, a, I got 
I grew up in a building on Ridge Avenue with all, uh, all uh, there were 10 boys. It was me and my two brothers who were Catholic, and uh, uh, seven other boys were Jewish. It was, uh, uh, we were lower middle class on Ridge Avenue. Uh, guys like Freddie Feldman, uh, Bruce Seaman, Bobby Goldstein, Alan Rosenfield, they're all, if you guys, I know you're still listening out there, especially Alan, who's a Cubs season ticket, or nice. I just want to say uh, uh, happy Hanukkah. And, and by the way, happy belated birthday to your mom. The video oh. yesterday, uh, <laughs> fabulous. I mean, your mom looks great for in her 90s. I mean, she's, 91. she's living life still, you know? God bless. She lives in the same two flat we li- we've we lived in for 55 years by herself. Unbelievable, man. By herself. That's crazy. And she walks down. She lives on the second floor. And she walks. Yeah, she looks great. It's yeah, fabulous. Thank you. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, our buddy Luke Pergandy will join us. <laughs> That's our guy from Prop Swap. Oh, Prop Swap. I uh, love it. And we've got to talk about all the games here uh, in Week 14. We'll give you our best plays before we're out of here. So a long way to go. Don't uh, don't leave the radio. Stay with us. It's Mike. It's Carmen. We are the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, ladies and gentlemen. And it's that time to talk to our great friend Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap. They are uh, our presenting sponsor. That's uh, where oh, America yeah, buys best. and sells its sports bets. And Luke, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Hey, guys. We're doing great. Good. Yeah, we're excited for another good weekend here of, uh, of football. And last week when you talked to us, you told us about that. Uh, a huge ticket that had been posted. Somebody's already hit two-thirds of a three-team parlay. Uh, it was the Lakers. It was, oh, I think it was Lakers-Dodgers. And then the last component of it is Clemson to win the national championship. And uh, the ticket's going to pay ten grand, right, Luke? Yes. Yeah. Well, no. Ticket ticket pays thirty-two thousand. I'm sorry, thirty-two. Uh, the tickets for sale for ten. Excuse me. Pays thirty-two thousand yes. dollars. Correct. Yes. And it's still and for it's sale. Now he's. Yeah, he's lowered the price. So it was at ten grand last week. It's now at nine grand, at odds of plus two fifty. Okay. Uh, many casinos have plus two hundred on Clemson right now, so it already is priced to sell. And I can guarantee you, because like you said, this is a parlay. He initially only bet five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will take less than nine thousand. So wow. if you think Clemson can win, and I do, I think they're an excellent football team. They've got ravaged by COVID, but, you know, they should be fine in January. Um, they can do this. Well, I just, you know, I, I, I want people to to really consider this. And it, and maybe you're waiting. Maybe people are waiting for the man to keep dropping the deal. But, you know, if he's only going to drop it so much. But I would remind everybody that Alabama is not an automatic, uh, that nobody's an automatic. But if I was going to pick a team that looked like an automatic, it would be a Trevor Lawrence. And I'll tell you why, folks. When Nick Saban loses, he loses to good quarterbacks. He loses to guys like Johnny Manziel, where in college he was a great quarterback. Cam Newton. Okay, I put Trevor Lawrence above them. So if I was somebody out there, and do I love Luke? Yeah. Do I love Prop Swap? Yeah. But Luke knows we go back and forth sometimes about these tickets. But if you got that kind of money and you could triple it, I would go for Clemson, folks. I would. Mm. 
I mean, the, yeah. the, the only thing that uh, would prevent uh, them from getting into the playoff is obviously a second loss to Notre Dame. I think they'll probably, with Trevor, get their revenge against Notre Dame. I don't know. So, that, I mean, that that's I the only that's thing. One. That's the only thing that would prevent it. But, uh, you know, you've got ND can take a knee pretty much, I think, on the playoffs. So can Alabama. And as long as Clemson handles business in the ACC yep. championship game, it's going to be interesting. Kyle Trask has been a name we've talked about a lot. Mike's been on him a while. He looks like your front runner. And there's still tickets available for Heisman, right, Luke? Yeah. Um, you know, he is. It's him and Mac Jones. They keep going back and forth. Um, you know, I think next week's game in the SEC championship where Florida plays Alabama uh, will be a big deciding factor in who wins that. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, you know, Florida's obviously going to be a decent dog in that game. Yeah. Um, so if Max Jones comes out and rolls, uh-huh. maybe he is the front runner. But if Kyle Trask can pull off an upset and upsets Alabama. Or keep like, it close, even if he plays that's well. That's a really interesting ticket. It, yeah. If he uh, price playing. is 5000 it pays 10000 wow. Can I make a confession to both you guys about Kyle Trask? Though? Yes. He reminds me of somebody. Would you like to hear who? Oh, boy. Yeah. Gino Toretta. Trubisky? No, uh, Kyle Trask. Gino Toretta. No, Trubisky had a 108 rating last week. Oh. So we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll tell you Toretta. what. I'll tell you oh what. If God. Alabama plays like the Bear defense, they won't have a chance. I'll that's, tell you that that's right true. now. That's true. Against point. Trevor Lawrence. But I, I would tell you this. He's got a little Gino Toretta in him. I mean, I could see him going to the pros. And being all, maybe six, sort of successful, but I, you guys know how I feel about powerhouse teams with yeah. grade A uh, talent around you. Kyle Trask is a great, a great quarterback in college, yeah. but he wouldn't be the first one from Florida, mm. especially to go to the pros, Luke, and you know fizzle out. Yeah, most mm-hmm. of them are average. Yeah, he's got a lot of speed on that roster. <laughs> he's got no a ton. Doubt. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, Illini basketball, off to a great start. Tickets for sale, right, Luke? The the Illini look like a – and Jay Billis even said it doing that Duke game the other night. In, in Jay Billis's mind, they're a legitimate Final Four contender. Seriously. Uh, this is this is the best Illinois team since, you know, the, the D. Brown, Luther Head yeah. roster. Good team. Yeah. Um, you know they they look incredible. Uh, they their odds have dropped down to ten to one to win the college basketball championship, wow. and we have a ticket at odds of fifteen to one nice. on U of I. Uh, how about so that's coach? a really interesting ticket. Yeah. How about what under? How about what the coach has done with this program? Very good. My God, yes. I mean, he comes in from nowhere, doesn't not familiar with the state, and boom, he's got this team yeah. right where it should be. No, they yeah, it's well. a tough. It's a tough place to recruit to. It's just kind yeah. of in the middle of nowhere, like tough airport. Uh, it's I get it. It's 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 a difficult it's a difficult campus to get down to. So they that roster is, is loaded, and um, you know they're they got Iowa to deal with. Obviously, they're yes. an excellent roster as well. Yes. Um, but they're both, you know, both in, the, Iowa and Illinois are two of the top five teams, according to the odds right now wow. in Las Vegas. Incredible. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it is. And Iowa looks really good, especially with Garza. Luke, have a great weekend, buddy. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend. You too. There's Luke Pergandy at Luke Pergandy on Twitter and follow PropSwap at PropSwap on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he reminds lot- me of Gino Toretta. I'm uh, sorry. I watched him. Good He's call. Still, they're wide open. They're wide open. I mean, yeah, the running I mean, game it's, it's... and the deep. They're, and he's a good quarterback. I'm not taking anything against him. But, I mean, when I've seen guys like Tim Couch fail in the league and Ryan Leaf, sure. it's not a stretch to say that, you know, the Florida quarterbacks 
how many have really stood out in the pros? I mean, not I, many. You know, Shane Matthews hung around for a while, had an okay career. Okay. Uh, Danny Worf, same thing, right? Danny Worf was a Florida guy. I think he had just. That's he, not standout careers. No, not at all. It just kind of hung know, around. You're hung right. Around. Yeah, you, they just kind of hang around. Trevor and, Lawrence is not going to hang around. I, I would agree, yes. Uh, Rex Grossman, unfortunately, didn't even really hang around all that Sexy long. Rexy, baby. Sexy Rex, yeah. I love him, man. Um, I think he sells timeshares now or something. He might. I don't even yeah. know. Uh, speaking of Illinois, you know, the, bas- the, the what's happening with the basketball team is great. And I yeah. watched that whole – it was the first game this year uh, out of the – what, Illinois is 3-1 now. So they've only played four games. But I did sit down and I watched the entire Duke game from start to finish. And I know Duke's not quite as good – uh, as they have been the last couple of years. How but, about Coach K, huh? Oh, my God, yeah. Now he got to cancel how the about, season. <laughs> well, I remember the time they stunk, and then his back got bad, and they put another guy in, and he too. left for the season. <laughs> and and you know what? I like Coach K, Chicago guy, Weber High School, proud of him. I've always been a big fan of his. I played at the Jordan Fantasy Camp. He was one of the coaches there, a decent guy. But nobody's going to tell me that if he had won those games, that they'd be calling these other games off. Yeah, I, 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 I question the same thing, yeah. It's, I know. A, it's, it's a joke. He just said that they should have a tournament, and he also said, Carm, which is amazing. He says the kids need basketball right now for their for their mental issues. He loses a t- couple non-conference games, and they're going home for and, Christmas. And, I know. And there's Come no, on. There's no disgrace in losing the games he lost to Michigan no. State and Illinois. They lost to Michigan State and Illinois. I mean, like, you're talking about two very legit Oh, certainly, one very legit uh, Illini team that people are saying is a Final Four caliber team. I mean, I you know I, you're not going to get tarnished if you no. have a couple. I mean, Tom Izzo gets off to notoriously right. bad starts. Exactly. I mean, the fact that he's using this, I mean, it's a joke because they don't go home most of the time for Christmas. Right. So, and, and, and what the stuff that he said until he lost. I mean, Alabama's coach, I think his name is Oates, Oates buried yes. him. Yes, he buried did. Him. Yeah, he's the one who kind of got it out. He started and everybody started talking yep. about it is what Oates said. Um, so as good as Illini basketball looks, I mean, they still got to be wondering what's going on with Lovey and the football team. Here we go into a Northwestern weekend again where the Illini are, uh, listen, Mike, a two-touchdown underdog. Mm. The Illini have lost five in a row mm. in the rivalry, seven of eight. They're 0-2 versus ranked opponents this season. And under Lovey Smith, they are 1-14 against ranked opponents. And the average margin of defeat in those 14 losses is 25.6 points per game. It's brutal. This is five years worth of Lovey Smith. They just can't they can't be happy with this, right? There's well, no progress. All, how many kids now go, oh my God, Lovey Smith's the coach? You know? I mean, that was a long time ago, that Super Bowl. Am I not if I am I right or two thousand six? Yeah. So I mean you're talking fourteen years. So there's some there's some four there's some fifteen, sixteen year old kid that's gotta make a decision. Right. He sees Lovey Smith and then he sees all the other talented coaches around the league or around the Big Ten. And he's a top-notch athlete. Who do you want to play for? I mean, you know what? I would argue that Lovey Smith should still, and Lovey's not the only one, but I don't know what he did wrong. He got fired from a 10-6 teams. I know that there's, you know, and, and I thought that he would get another, he did get the other job with Tampa, and that didn't yeah, work out. No, and then from not. then on, I mean, if anybody deserves another chance, after what's happened with the Bears, <laughs> then it's Lovey Smith, isn't it? He's not a recruiter. 
No, it doesn't seem like He's it. not a recruiter. He's probably better off in the NFL if somebody I see that to give him a Underwood guy with his team he, in basketball. He's a recruiter. That guy's got more energy yeah. than you should have seen him with this team. And Lovey's just a stoic guy. Yeah, Underwood's a recruiter. And he kind of came with that reputation. That yes. Out. Oh, when we come back, more games uh, on the slate in Week 14 in the NFL. Mike and I will continue to work through the board. Uh, not a great college slate this weekend. We'll spend a lot of time on the NFL. And then Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! Yeah, we got about uh, 20 minutes away. Jimmy's going to have some ponies for everybody, so stick around. We're cruising along on this Friday night. We are the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Back inside the Odds Couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. We're presented by PropSwap. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North the North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Uh, my partner called it last week, too, right as we were getting going. He said, Carm, stay away from the Vikings. And I said, thank goodness for the reminder. And I'm going to stay away from the Vikings. I mean, they, they play three straight home games, Mike. Uh, they lose one of them to a bad Dallas team. And maybe you could sort of say, well, they had just come off three straight division games. And, okay, that one was a little bit of a trap they lost at home. Now, they won the last two, but it was tooth and nail. Uh, where they had to rally in both games against the Panthers and the Jags. They were a heavy favorite in all of them. They didn't cover any of them. So I'm so glad you said, hey, stay away from the Vikings. I said, you're absolutely right. I'm staying far, far away. Now they go on the road for the first time in three weeks, and they're getting about six points against Tampa. This is a big game in the standings, Mike. If the Vikings were to win, they leapfrog Tampa in the standings, if you can believe it. Well, I do have a pick on this game, Oh, all right. I like it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was surprised, and it came out. Now, Carm, I told you about the Vikings, just like I had to convince myself not to take the Jets, yet I see the New York Jets are getting 13 and a half. Oh, my God. You know, and 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 I'm saying to myself, I'm not doing it. That's it. I'm glad there's no college this week, because college has been ridiculous. I mean, the whole Ohio State thing is a debacle. I mean, if if you're Cincinnati and you go 9 or 10 and 0 and Ohio State plays 6 games, I mean, do you really send them? I mean, I the, the whole thing is ridiculous. But I will say this, it's a heavy pro week like you said this week and Minnesota to me is a mystery. Yeah. Unless the method and this and and it tells me who to take in this game and I will tell you this, Tom Brady had a week off, okay? Right. They had a bye. Uh they've been taking some heat themselves. Bruce Arians in them. Yeah. I will have a pick for this game because right. there's tremendous pressure on both teams. But tremendous. Uh, and I, I think even maybe more so for Tampa for the reasons you just laid oh, out. Oh, if right, Brady Mike. falls yeah. to Minnesota, yep. uh, that's terrible. And if Minnesota loses, with uh, with not, arguably one of the best running backs in, yes. in football, uh, that that and you got Adam Thielen. I mean, he hasn't been completely healthy. I think he plays hurt a lot, but he's been very, very good. And uh, you got some good, you got some playmakers oh on the team, but their secondary is what's been killing them. Their defense, which used to be known as the Purple People Eaters, not anymore. You know? Not anymore, folks. Their rookie wide receiver Justin Jefferson is another one of those weapons. That kid is sensational. 
Satiated. You ever try to eat a, 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 an Italian beef with no teeth? That's the Minnesota Vikings. Right now. The purple people eaters can't eat no more. I don't get it. Uh, yep. So Mike's got to play on that game a little bit later on. Yep. Uh, we got. I got a little bit of a lean for everybody on an under. I don't give out unders very often. Is it often. a lean or a lean I'd say, or a lean? I'd say it's the first. I'd say it's just okay. a lean. I'd say okay. it's a lean. I'd like uh, the lean towards the under in the Cardinals-Giants game. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals have been figured out here offensively a little bit as of late. And wouldn't you know it, the Giants all of a sudden are playing really good football. AZ has failed to cover the spread in five straight games, just one and four straight up in its last five. And Kyler Murray, when he uh, is a favorite, is not very good, just two and six against the spread the last two seasons. But it's more the total that I like in this game because of uh, what's happening with the Cardinals' offense right now and just how well the Giants are playing. The total's about 45. So a little bit of a lean towards the under well, in that Well, I mean, people are going to think that... <clears throat> Because this is another one of my games. Wow. That, that, that Carmen and I talk before we come on the air. And we really don't. We have no script. We don't do any, anything like that. I go off the top of my head. Sometimes I make a couple mistakes because I rattle and roll. But I, I'll give you a perfect example. Last week I told everybody. I got an 11 o'clock game at the end of the show for everybody. Uh, take Louisiana Lafayette. It's a cinch. Mm. Okay? Little did I know they were playing while we were on the air, ladies and gentlemen. I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> And then I called the World Organization of Gambling. I said, do I, get a, do I get that as a counted win? Because I did pick Louisiana Lafayette, and they beat Appalachia State straight up. Yep. And they said no, because mm. the game had already started. Boy, that, so, that board is tough, I tell you. It's, what, I, and, then, and then B, I go, B, I made a mistake. I hate making mistakes. I never made these mistakes. You know, I don't want to be Willie Mays at 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't want to be going for a fly ball and my legs come out from under me. I got a high excellence. She goes, there's games every day. every day. And then she goes, you know it. You've said it before. Name, you said it the other day. She says, name me a better that doesn't make a mistake, falls asleep when he was supposed to make a bet, makes a bet, and the book, he says, the game's already started. We've all done that, Everybody. so that's what I did. Everybody's done it. Yeah, and, and you all know right. what? Arizona and the Giants? <laughs> Why do I got a surprise for everybody? Ah, yeah, I can't one. wait. I like it. Yeah. We gotta, I'm teasing everybody till the end. Mike's got a couple of plays on yep. both those games. That's one, it for the night. Though. One of the more interesting games this weekend, Chiefs and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bears, you know, Todd Furman told us earlier today when he joined us, over the last two years, the Bears have been the worst team in the NFL in terms of covering the number, just 9-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18-10 and 10 is the count now for the Miami Dolphins under Brian Flores. Uh, they are nine and three against the number this year. And folks, that is the best in the NFL. They're getting about seven, seven and a half. It was seven and a half. This line has come down to seven uh, at home against the Chiefs. What do we think about Chiefs rolling into Miami? Well, first of all, let me just make a prediction. Eric Bieniemy, wherever he goes, will fall in this place just like Matt Nagy, okay? Because he won't have Patrick Mahomes, all right? And basically, he doesn't call the plays anyway. I'm just getting ahead of everybody, and it's not his fault. If you give him a good team, he'll be okay. But it's not going to happen. New coaches don't get that. Second of all, I don't have a read on this game, to be honest with you. I'd stay away from this game because, you know, Kansas City hasn't been, well. They haven't they, covered the last four, but they're, right. asked, they're asked to cover a lot of big numbers. In they are. Yeah. And that's what I was just going to say. Carmen. They, yep. they, they, it's not like they're not playing well. Right. It's just. You look at the number and you go, well, they're not covered, so they can't be playing as well as they think. No, they're playing well enough to win. And Mahomes, anybody, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I just the Aaron Rodgers talk when Mahomes is playing quarterback in this league is comical. As good as Aaron Rodgers is playing, there's no way in hell. I would ask everybody this, and I'd ask Carmen this as the general manager of the Packers. If Mahomes is offered up for Rodgers, do you take it? Yes. That's it. We're done. Yes. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He's Mike, like you said two weeks ago. He's Jordan. Yeah, period. I mean, yeah, that's, that's where we're going. I watched it's, the kid. I'm amazed. Yeah. It's amazing. Throws it's amazing. behind his back. It's throws amazing. over his head. Yeah. You know. And Good I, kid, too. And I, I, as much as I hate to say it, because uh, he, he's tormented us and he's a oh, Packer. Yeah. I mean, I I think Aaron Rodgers is is one of the finest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. I mean, and I think Aaron's still playing well, at, at a high no level. Doubt. But you're right. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the There's league. There's no doubt in my mind Rodgers is the greatest one-time winner, maybe, quarterback ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, you right could look at that. the stats all you want. He's got one Super Bowl. He's got Brett, one. Bart Starr's got two. Aaron Rodgers isn't even the winning as far as Super Bowls. No. Isn't even the top. In fact, he makes somebody said Aaron Rodgers may be the greatest all-time Packer quarterback, and I'm going. Well, Brett Favre's there too. Yeah. I mean, come on, Aaron Rodgers. Lo- the media loves him. He's quotable, and I I mean what I say, and I don't think anybody can argue with me that as far as Super Bowls, he's the greatest one-time Super Bowl winner of all time. Maybe he'll get one more before it's done. You know, he's still playing at a, at a pretty high level. And then again, maybe he won't. And maybe he won't. And look, I, I mean, would be willing to bet he won't. Hey, if they don't make a, a, a special it, teams flub a couple years ago in Seattle, he's back in the Super Bowl, right? No, and if the Queen had stone, she'd be king. I that's, understand that's that. That's true. That's true. But I also know this, that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, if he was on the – look at Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Oh, you like that one? That was huh? a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. The if, I've been playing the if game. Yeah, the one if bear, game. I know. You know when I learned to play the if game? Yeah. 55 years ago when I became right. a bear fan. Exactly. The what if game. I like it. Oh, my God. Uh, what were you going to say about Stafford? Stafford. Okay. Another one. That, we can't wait to send him everywhere. He's going to win everywhere. And Trubisky's 5-1 and one against him. It's, it's, it's comical. He was going to be 6-0. and oh. I, We can't wait to bring people in that we kicked, kicked the crap out of. Uh, that's the matchup this week, by the way. It is Rodgers versus Stafford. It's Green Bay uh, at Detroit. And uh, Detroit is an inch Can I give you a lean? Dog. Yeah, go ahead, please. I have a lean, which is two. That's a two. Yeah, I got Detroit. it. Detroit. Lean on Detroit. Okay, hey, Plus look, seven and a half. The, the intradivision home dogs have been good this year. They are, you know, and they Green had a, they, Bay's defense ain't all that. It, it is not. You're it's right. It's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. Four, uh, Fourteen and nine against the spread yeah. through thirteen weeks. The intradivision home dogs, and that's now, I know following your own three weeks. So yeah, that's. Good. I, I know like. everybody's going to look at hey I Detroit like one. Oh yeah, I mean you know Detroit shouldn't have covered last week. Mm-hmm. How about a how about nobody talking about a bad beat with the Bears? Was oh that the worst God. beat of all time? <laughs> I mean, uh, I didn't have them. We, you I and didn't I either. We, we stayed. We, we told we everybody. Away. Hey, the way to make money sometimes is not to bet it. Yeah, thank you. And God. that was, I, I mean, really, I would probably own another uh, couple cars and houses had I not right. bet the Bears from the time I was fifteen. No kidding, right? Are you kidding me? How about Washington, by the way, Mike? I mean, that, you want to talk about a scrappy team that's got a lot to play for still because the division in which they reside. Uh-huh. Uh I mean, revenge you, game. This week, you got Washington and San Fran, and yeah. Washington's a dog again. They've covered in three straight. Revenge straight. game, Alex Smith. The Alex Smith right. game, yeah. That's right. Good call. Yeah, Alex Smith. I mean, you know, and then he lost his job. Kaepernick took it over yeah. after he made it to yeah. the playoffs. Don't think he's not fired up yeah. for this game, but San Francisco, I like uh, what they're doing. Uh, Garopp, the kid, the, the backup, Nick has Mullins. been doing... Yeah, he, he he really is not all that good, but he's starting to get acclimated a little bit. But it's going to be up to their running game. If San Francisco can run the ball 
I got a slight lean, slight, okay. but I wouldn't play the game. Right. I like San Francisco slight. Sounds good. We got our best plays coming up in Jim Miller next. with Jimmy! Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back. We're the odds couple presented by PropSwap. This is the odds couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Yeah. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. And uh, it's that time of the show to get some ponies for the weekend. He's been smoking hot all season, folks. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. The one, the only, the galloping gen, Jim Miller. Jimmy! Oh, that was a good one tonight. What's up, Jimmy? <laughs> uh, what's up, boys? I'll tell you, we're, we're winding down the racing season at Hawthorne. We got three more weeks to go, but it, it, it's really, it's been a lot of fun and it's crazy. You get a little bit of a break, a couple months for live racing. Then we're back at it another 10 months of racing in 2021. And it's just going to be chaotic with the construction going on at the racetrack. So much work happening. Mother Nature has been good to us, so oh. things have gotten accelerated a little bit, and it's, it's a ton of fun. Are we going to uh, the, the 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 dirt though this weekend because of the weather, Jimmy? Like this is the first time yep. in in weeks we're going to have you know sort of seasonable weather, and we're going to have some rain and snow this weekend. Yeah, it's crazy to think with the racing season. This is the first weekend that we're not karting races on the turf course. Wow. So, it, and we have a chance to get back on it again next weekend too. So. That's that's the nice thing about it all is it hasn't gotten extremely cold, but all the races carted for the dirt. But I'll tell you, you find at this time of year, guys, everybody wants to get their last start or two into their horses, so it builds up the field size. You have a lot larger fields, and it provides a lot more value for the races. So only a winner or two on a card of a nine-race card is enough to have a profitable day. Uh, when I yell Jimmy, <laughs> I've, I've all of a sudden people come up to me. <laughs> Telling me they love the odds couple. My own mother said, I like when you yell, Jimmy. Uh, do you hear the same stuff, or is it just me they're coming up to, Jim? All right. Let me tell you this, Mike. We don't have any fans in the stands right now at Hawthorne, so we only have employees, and it's uh-huh. only a handful of employees. Right. There is at least half a dozen <laughs> that refer to me in that manner now, male and female. So it's oh, so much fun. I absolutely uh... love it because I know exactly where it's coming from. Well, my brother, my brother lives in South Carolina, so he listens on the ESPN 1000 app, and he listens to the Encore. And you can't miss it, folks. It's you know, it's great, especially if we're winning. Um, and I, I, I pick up the phone. I the other day, I go, Danny, it's Mike. He goes, Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> people can, try to spell it out in social media. You yeah. should get a name tag that spelled yes. Get a name tag that spelled J I M M M M M M M Y. People on social media love it. Keep going. I telling you, people on Twitter get a kick out of it. Yep. All right, Jimmy. So, what do we like for the weekend? Give us some winners. All right, so one race at Hawthorne, then we're going to go out of town for a couple of races. Okay. So we'll start at Hawthorne, race number three. This is the Jim Edgar, Illinois Futurity. So this is our last stakes race of the season. Look to the two-horse. Richie's got game. Bet this horse to win in place. The Ooh, horse Dick has good tactical speed. Should be able to rate up close to the pace, but I like Richie's got game to get Ooh. the job done in race three at Hawthorne on Saturday. Then we're going down south. Gulfstream Park is in their championship meet. We got two races on the turf. Race eight. Look to the five-horse, Lady Lawyer. Bet this one to win in place as well. Chad Brown's one of the best turf trainers in the country. This is a horse that showed speed last out. 
should take them all the way around on the front end. And then in race 10, bet the 10, Halliday, spelled just like Roy Halliday. Luis Saez riding for trainer Todd Pletcher. Bet this horse across the board. This is a horse that raced in the Breeders' Cup mile in its last start out. Much easier field here, and Halliday should be very tough. All right, so one race tomorrow at Hawthorne. That's the third race. We're going to bet the two horse to win in place. And then two races down at Gulfstream, the eighth race, the five horse to win in place, the tenth race, the ten horse across the board, right? That's right. We've got to build up the bankroll. We've got playoffs coming up, boys. You better believe it. They're right around the corner, so let's do it. Jimmy, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next weekend. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Jimmy! There he is, Jim Miller at Hawthorne Gym. You got to bet uh, the one with Richie after my my guy. Dick Allen. Oh, I was sick. I yeah. mean, it's been a rough year, man. But, man, I uh, I was in the service. I came home uh, on leave just to see the White Sox play with Melton and Allen. And, you know, they had decent teams, but not real good teams. And I've never seen, and this is, includes Frank Thomas, I've never seen a White Sox player have a year like Richie Allen had in 1972, mm. ever. MVP year that Unbelievable. Year, right, yeah. Carried a team by himself with and Melton, Billy and him, yeah. and some good pitching and, and uh, just a great, great ball player and uh, should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. And that, you hit it on the head, Mike. I mean, he never got even 20%, and that's a shame. Because and I of think, uh, racism, no doubt uh, in my may, mind. Maybe, I think if he had – maybe you're right, Mike. Maybe if he – and if he had they, played in a more modern era – I think when with the well, way he we, wasn't the racist, it was the, it was the writers. Back no, no, then. right, yeah, I know, yeah, absolutely, and I and, and I think just from a statistical standpoint, oh people would have respected him so much more if he played in a more modern era. Well, you know he had I mean? to wear a batting helmet in Philadelphia to be the first player ever at first base because they threw stuff at That's him at home. Unbelievable. I mean, the guy was a juggernaut, and yet. He would get together, get himself together, and play like he had a lot of hurt in him. Mm. He really, really did. I, I've read so many accounts of, of Dick Allen, who was known as Richie at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When you're a rebel, folks, trust me on this, and and you rebel against authority because authority is misusing you. If you're not getting Hall of Fame votes, it's against your instincts as a rebel to cry about it. Mm. Okay. Uh, but but nobody helped them. Nobody. No. And, and 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 somebody should have spoke up because and, it's a shame. And I put the picture on social on my social media accounts uh, earlier in the week. I don't know that there's a better Sports Illustrated None. cover None. than the one of Dick Allen in the dugout juggling the, the baseballs how with, would the, with you a cigarette in his mouth. How would you like to have been me in my 20s and it's delivered to my house and I open it up with the brown wrapper around it <laughs> and he's got a cigarette dangling it's... out of his mouth. From there on end. That's it, right? I, you guys I loved, loved him. The guy. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, they talk about colorful players. And here, I'll give you another one. You know, Sammy Sosa wore long sleeve shirts. You know mm. why, folks? He wanted to hide his arms. Because we knew him as a 180-pounder when he played for the White Sox. Richie Allen, I defy any of you to find a picture where he isn't wearing long sleeves, even in 100-degree weather, because he was embarrassed, not because of stirs. His arms were so built and so huge, he was embarrassed by him, and he covered him up. That's crazy. Unbelievable. All right, Mike, it's that time in the show. Let's get to our best plays. You have been, I know it did, it flew tonight. We could have done five hours tonight. You have been so good lately. Uh, Let's try to roll it through this weekend. What do we like uh, for the NFL and college weekend? 
All right, I'm going to start off first. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget we got Philadelphia plus seven, the odds couple. Now, Arizona minus two and a half over the New York Giants. Everybody's falling in love with the New York Giants. I understand. I don't know if Jones is going to, I mean, if Danny's going to be back, I don't know if Colt McCoy's, I don't know who's quarterback in that team. All I know is we're hearing Murray's hurt. We're hearing this. We're hearing that. Yet, aren't they in New York, ladies and gentlemen? They are. The red hot New York Giants are giving the struggling. Arizona Cardinals. Oh, wait. Hold on. No, it's Arizona Arizona minus two and a half. How puzzling is that? Not to me. Arizona minus two and a half. All right. Cardinals minus the two and a half. I'll give you another uh, two and a half point line here. You're going to get this two and a half, three. You might be seeing it. I'll take another road team, too. The Colts. At Vegas, look, I know that uh, Indy's a little bit of uh, Jekyll and Hyde here, but Indy's won three of four with wins uh, at Tennessee, at Houston, and against the Green Bay Packers. And it's a familiar foe for Phillip Rivers. Look, he's 18-10 and 10 all-time against the Raiders. Colts don't run the ball all that well, but they commit to it, and the Raiders have struggled to stop it. So I will go ahead and say that the better team is the Colts. Vegas should have lost last weekend, quite frankly. Oh. I'll lay the two and a half with the Colts. Greg Williams, see you later. Let oh, him my have the God. Bomb. That's it, yep. You know, um... Okay, that's a good pick too, baby. Uh, I talked about Tampa Bay, Minnesota. This is called Pappy's Revenge because of what Minnesota's done to my partner over the past <laughs> month. Okay? <laughs> Just like my partner got back at the Jets for what they did to me right. the first couple weeks. All right? You're giving Tom Brady a week to prepare for you. You had a week off, from what I understand, the whole team. Bruce Arians is throwing fits, from what I understand. I'm taking Tampa Bay minus six and a half because Carmen knows, and a lot of other people know, that six and a half is like that porterhouse steak that you haven't had for a month. You're ready to bite into it, and you're going to fall because you're going to break a tooth on the bone. I'm with you 100% on that game, Mike. I think that's it. It's a, well, you it you want to get the Minnesota out of the I, State of the Union. That's true. You want to have I mean, 49 I do, states again. This is a big game, and it's a statement game, I think, for Tampa, and I think you're 100% yep. right. My last game is going to be uh, Pittsburgh. Playing in Buffalo, the Sunday night game. Uh, Had Pittsburgh not lost last weekend, they might have been a small favorite. As it is, they're a small underdog. And I'm going to back the dog here. Under Mike Tomlin, the Steelers are 36-19-2 against the number when they get points. In the Big Ben era, they're 51-36 against the number when they come off a loss and they're getting pouncy and Connor back. They're expected back this weekend. Uh, And they know that right right there with them for the top spot in the AFC, neck and neck, the Kansas City Chiefs. And they will have already played by the time they play that come Sunday night. I think it's a big game for Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh as the small dog. All right, and I think we got a little bit of time. I just want to say this. I saw where Tomlin is the fourth, has the fourth best winning percentage of all time among coaches, both both regular season and playoffs. Number one is Hallis, number two is Shula, and uh, number three is Belichick, and four is Tomlin. And what do I hear? There's five seasons of the year. Winter, spring, summer, fall, and Bill Cowers looking to coach again right. with <laughs> Boomer Esaias and doing his bidding. Go away. Go, go away. <laughs> just go away. Take the Jets if you want. There's never, how many Super Bowl t- co- coaches have gone on to win Super Bowls the second time coming back? Ask Joe Gibbs. Ask Kyle Shannon. Keep your TV yeah. job and Boomer, quit pimping. <laughs> I love it. Mike, great stuff. Have a good weekend, buddy. You too, Carm. We say thanks to uh, Randy Merkin and to Sean Davis. Thanks to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next weekend. For Mike, I'm Carmen, and we're the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.